It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Yesterday on Locked On Dolphins, we talked about tips for visiting fans attending home games at Hard Rock Stadium. But what about Dolphins fans that want to visit the Dolphins playing on the road this season? That's our subject here. Things to know about some of the stadiums the Dolphins are playing in in 2023. You are Locked On Dolphins, your daily Miami Dolphins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Miami, welcome to another episode of Locked On Dolphins. It's your team every day here on the Locked On Network. Today's Tuesday, July 18th, 2023. Dolphins rookies reporting to training camp today. It's an exciting time for Dolphins fans and football fans everywhere. want to thank you guys for making Locked On Dolphins your first Miami Dolphins. Listen, you can find us on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Shout out to the everydayers who are locked in with us on a daily basis. I'm your host, Kyle Krabs, lifelong Miami Dolphins fan, host of Locked On Dolphins, co-host of the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast with Joe Marino, and um, want to provide some insight that I can afford. And yesterday, I provided some insight for Dolphins fans who uh, are maybe not local South Florida, Miami Gardens, greater Miami, Fort Lauderdale area fans who were interested in attending a game at Hard Rock Stadium because it's that was new to me. Uh, as of 2020, uh, as somebody who I live in the mid-Atlantic area, I come down and I travel down for games and training camp and practice and all that kind of stuff. Um, so you, you kind of get a feel for the mechanics of it. But the other hat that I wear and have worn for quite some time now uh, is as a NFL draft uh, draft Nick. I hate the word expert. I don't want to use the word expert because I am not an expert. I am constantly learning, exploring and discovering with the game of football, but you analyze the NFL draft and that means a lot of college football. And that means a lot of trips. Uh, you're, you're traveling to a lot of places. And uh, up until this past spring, I had spent the last five years of my life working with the draft network. And we did a lot of travel uh, as a part of that. We traveled to a lot of college towns. We traveled to a lot of stadiums. We did NFL coverage and I'm sitting here looking at this Dolphins schedule and realizing with the away games at Los Angeles, at New England, at Buffalo, at Philadelphia, a neutral site game against Kansas City, at the New York Jets, at Washington, at Baltimore. I've been to all but one of these United States stadiums for an NFL football or for a football game of some capacity. And it made me realize, man, like I, I can give out of town Dolphins fans some unique perspective, but what if you're a Dolphins fan that wants to go to uh, FedEx field in Landover or Lincoln financial field in Philadelphia? And that, that's the closest stadium to me. Or I was at Buffalo for a game last year. Uh, I was at SoFi for a game last year. So that's kind of what I wanted to just, let Dolphins fans know if you are interested in attending some of these games, some of the uh, mechanics or, or pain points that I've suffered through in attending games in certain places that maybe are going to make your life a little easier. Um, 
because the Dolphins, it's, it's obviously relevant for Miami. They're playing at these stadiums this year. So I'll start at SoFi, uh, week one, September 10th. The Dolphins are playing the Los Angeles Chargers. And I was at the season opener last year on Thursday when the Chargers, uh, or excuse me, when the Rams hosted the Bills. That season opener game. I was there for that game. And the actual stadium is magnificent. It is a beautiful facility. It's obviously brand new. Um, it's domed, but also open air because the concourse has air that flows through it. I would say this, uh, it is a very vertical stadium. Uh, so if you're interested in buying tickets, just know like you, you can really get up into the upper atmosphere. <laughs> But I don't think there's a bad seat in the house in that regard. Um, your biggest challenge with attending a game at SoFi Stadium is going to be leaving the game. Uh, I found at least last year, uh, the ability of rideshare was extremely challenging. And we, we did a primetime game. You know, this is going to be a 425 Eastern, Eastern time zone. So it'll, it'll be an early game on the West coast. So maybe it'll be a little bit better. Uh, but we, when we went to SoFi last year, we ended up having to walk like a mile and a half to pick up an Uber. And you had three Ubers that canceled on you. And uh, so just, if you're not in a rush to leave the stadium, they have more facilities at SoFi for entertainment purposes than what Hard Rock Stadium does for Dolphins fans who are there. And, and that's a general bit of consensus that I would provide for any fan of any game is don't be in a rush to leave the stadium because everybody kind of bombards out there. But uh, the, the biggest challenge that we had when we went to SoFi was definitely the logistics of getting away from uh, the stadium and getting a ride share back to the hotel. Now, LAX is not too far up the road. It's not bad. Um, it's actually pretty close. So from, from that standpoint, I, I think it's pretty friendly. But just have a plan for after the game and, and have dinner close. Um, week two, Sunday against the Patriots at Gillette Stadium. Uh, and this is a primetime game. This is Sunday night football. Uh, ironically enough, this is the only stadium the Dolphins will be playing in in the United States that I have not attended a game at. Um, and that is in large part because I have had no interest in sharing space with so many new England Patriots fans. They certainly find their way down to uh, hard rock stadium and are very loud and obnoxious there. So if you're a dolphins fan in that neck of the woods, uh, my sympathies, <laughs> to you. but um, I can't give any unique insight there, but I can help with uh, Sunday, October 1st week four. You're at the Buffalo Bills at Highmark Stadium in Orchard Park. And the nice thing here is uh, this is a day game. It's early in the season. It shouldn't be any bitter cold. And needless to say, you'd have to talk about wearing layers and being mentally prepared for being pelted by snowballs and all that kind of stuff. But I digress. Um, I found the logistics of Buffalo to be easy once you got close, but from my experience, getting close to the stadium, you got to get there real early. 
Uh, because if you don't, the traffic ends up flowing through all these residential roads. And, and we were there last year for when Buffalo played Green Bay. Uh, and that was another night game. And the stadium is kind of tucked in a residential because Buffalo is not one of these major metropolitan areas that has a stadium, right? So you're cruising down the highway and you go to take the exit to get off the highway and the stadium says it's three miles away and it's a one lane road where everybody's got to, whether you're heading from north, south or east, merge through one intersection that's a one lane road with one traffic light. Or at least that's the way that we came when we went. So um, making sure if you're going to go to Buffalo and there's a lot of residential parking that's available to you, you can pay 20 bucks park in somebody's yard and it's super easy. Um, much more friendly than some of the other big metro stadiums uh, that we've talked about over the last two days. But uh, parking's a piece of cake. Uh, the facilities are easy to get to once you get to where you can park your car. Um, and if you're going to ride share in, man, I, I get there real early just because there's about a three miles for conference outside where it's all residential. And there's a very few ways to actually flow in from my experience. So that's Buffalo. Um, that's new England. I have nothing to offer you, unfortunately. And then that's the charters. Now there's a number of other games that we have coming up that we're going to talk about next here on Locked on Dolphins. Yet, before we go any further, let's tell you about our friends over at FanDuel. Take your first swing at betting Major League Baseball on FanDuel and get 10 times your first bet amount in bonus bets, up to $200 in bonus bets back. That's right. You bet 20 bucks, you can get $200 back in bonus bets, win or lose with your first bet with FanDuel. It's $200 that you could spend on everything from the money line to the over-under to who you think is going to hit the first home run in the game. All on an app that's safe, secure, super easy to use. And best of all with FanDuel, when you win, you get paid out immediately. There's no better place to bet on Major League Baseball than FanDuel, America's number one sports book. So sign up today and visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get up to $200 in bonus bets. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel the official partner of Major League Baseball. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. So, there's a lot of road games in the first four weeks of the season, right? You, you end up getting three in the first four. And then things calm down, and I actually think this is a pretty friendly schedule for the Dolphins in that regard. Their next road game after at Buffalo in Week 4, your back-to-back home games against the Giants and Panthers, and you're at Philadelphia for another primetime game against the Philadelphia Eagles on Sunday Night Football. This one's cake for me. I've been here a bunch of times. Uh, I think the parking 
situation in Philadelphia is super easy. It's a little expensive, but it's an NFL game. What do you expect? Philadelphia and Lincoln Financial are kind of stacked down uh, where they're right next to uh, where the Sixers play and the Phillies play. So you have Citizens Bank Ballpark, you have Lincoln Financial Field, and you have uh, the basketball slash hockey center all in one sports complex, right? So if you're a Dolphins fan and you're going to attend Sunday Night Football in Philadelphia, uh, be prepared for the reputation that Philadelphia fans have to be met. Uh, you would think that a benign team on the AFC, who's never cost the Eagles anything from a championship perspective, who you play once every four years, uh, would be met with a little bit less aggressiveness. But uh, that's that's Philly fans, and they, they've gained that reputation for a reason. And I could say that with full confidence as somebody who wore a uh, Cameron Wake, white Cameron Wake jersey in 15 when they played at Lincoln Financial Field. And somebody deliberately doused me with ketchup and mustard because I was wearing a Dolphins jersey. Uh, also had a hard time at a preseason game, too. So it's neither here nor there. We're not here to, to dump on the fans. But uh, just be mentally prepared for that component of, of Philadelphia. Very hostile environment. Uh, they have a kind of sports bar-y area. It's called Xfinity Live that is kind of triangulated between all the, the facilities. Uh, and because there's so many professional stadiums on the complex, parking is cake. It's right off 95, super easy to find. I wouldn't get too greedy uh, as it pertains to um, how close you get uh, because it's all really close. I, I would say everything within reason is a half a mile uh, walking distance. Uh, the tailgates are usually the good tailgates, at least in my experience, are right on the north side of the stadium. And then at Xfinity Live would be northwest of the stadium. So uh, I can paint a pretty good picture for you guys if if, if that's a, a game that you're interested in attending, uh, obviously from the magnitude of, of what will be on the line for the Dolphins. And a primetime game is great. And um, that's my two cents with, with Philadelphia. I think that that would be a great one for a lot of people to attend. And... Uh, they have a lot to do with the Xfinity Live and the tailgates, and there's some other stuff that that's reasonably close as well. Some other restaurants, there's a casino that's close by. So you can bide your time with a lot of different stuff in Philadelphia. At Kansas City, Germany, uh, I've been to a lot of games. I ain't been to that one. So I can't give you uh, Berlin, uh, Frankfurt, Germany. I can't give you any insight uh, on that one, so we'll have to lean on our international fans uh, for what logistics, if you are going, you need to be aware of. And if you are, I'm jealous of you. Congratulations. We have the Jets, uh, MetLife Stadium. Uh, the only thing that this is Black Friday. Uh, the only thing that I could encourage you in this regard is to make sure that you dip in on MetLife Takeover, right? This is kind of the reputation Dolphins fans have built over, what, like 10 years now where uh, there's a very strong dolphin showing every time the dolphins play the jets at MetLife. Uh, I was there for army Navy. So I haven't been there for an NFL game. Um, the experience that I had, uh, with army Navy, it was still very much a large production as far as, um, 
just how many people were there. Obviously, that's such a huge draw. It's the only show in town from a college football perspective. Um, but you you run up the major highways and it's it's not in New York, so I think it's nice in that capacity. But uh, I, I think any Dolphins fan who is planning on attending, who does not at least try to, if you look up uh, MetLife Takeover and try to dip in and be a part of that, I think you're doing yourself a disservice because that is such a staple of any time I think about the Dolphins playing in, in New York against the Jets. That's the first thing that comes to my mind. And there's players and, and members of the organization that have dipped in on that uh, and supported the fans there as well. So uh, my only advice that I can give you uh, for MetLife with the Dolphins game is make sure you link up with that group. The Dolphins have two more road games the rest of the year, uh, and that's Black Friday. So from that point on, the Dolphins have home stretch, home against Tennessee, Monday night football, or at Washington, and then they're home against Tennessee, home against the Jets, home against the Cowboys, at Baltimore, and then home against the Bills. Obviously, it's a little bit of a, a gauntlet with what we're expecting the Jets, the Cowboys, the Ravens, and the Bills to be to close the season. Uh, I, I think injuries, as they do every year, are, are going to whittle the field a little bit. We're hoping the Dolphins have some better luck with that than they had last year, specifically with the offensive line and the quarterback position and the cornerback position. Well, they got hit between the eyes in a lot of different ways. Um. But seeing this stretch run and, and knowing that you, you're going to have the peace of mind of only two two away games, one of which really has the threat to be a cold weather game, uh, that that being the December 31st New Year's Eve game against the Ravens at 1 o'clock, at least it's 1 o'clock, I guess, uh, is, is kind of your silver lining with the way that this season stacked for the end of the year. Um, and we're going to talk about at Washington and at Baltimore as we bring this episode of Locked on Dolphins to a close. Hey guys, it's Joe Marino. Being around sports media and a fan of the Buffalo Bills for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what-if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one-yard line with the Super Bowl on the line or... Could a coin flip have landed Magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former Sports Center anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what-if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, Dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, and new goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts, and you can listen to Alternate Routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. At Washington, I've been here a few times. Uh, the last time that I was at FedEx was Texas. Maryland a few years back, uh, 2019, I think 2018, 2019. Um, it's a good game. It rained like crazy at one point. And, uh, I was in the box, the press box for that, uh, that experience. And 
I think the, the best embodiment that I can give you about the facilities at Washington is um, it rained and the ceiling in the press box leaked like somebody turned on a bathtub. <laughs> so all of the reputation in from my personal experiences that Washington has is facilities that really need a lot of help and Obviously, there's new ownership that's coming in there, and the hope is they they kind of breathe some some fresh life into that versus what Dan Snyder did with it for so long. Uh, I, I think it's relevant. Uh, you've probably seen the viral clip of when Philly played there and the fans, uh, the railing gave way and collapsed, and these fans fell onto the field reaching for a high five uh, from Eagles players. And uh, just set your expectations low if you're going to visit FedEx. Uh, from my experience, the, the parking was generally uh, pretty smooth. Uh, you had opportunities to pay for parking as you went, as you got closer. Now, it is another one of these places where everything is kind of funneled through one main drive. From my experience, I would say um, it wasn't bad i i thought it was almost like airport style where with the highways and the beltway and how it kind of filters you in um and it is in a modestly residential stretch but it it's scaled the closer you get so it's not like buffalo where everything's just kind of these community streets that you have to kind of pick your way through in my experience but the the overarching theme with washington is um pregame hard <laughs> make sure uh, you don't care about the little stuff by the time you get into the stadium. But I, I will be at that game as far as away games this year uh, at Philadelphia, uh, at New York Jets, at Washington Commanders, and at Baltimore Ravens. When I tell you I'm in the Mid-Atlantic area, you can triangulate those four teams, and I'm kind of smack dab right in the middle of that. I got two teams north of me, two teams south of me. Uh, so that's all within an uh, hour and a half 90 minutes to two hours, depending on traffic. Uh, so I will be in attendance at all of those games. And that just leaves the Baltimore game as the last game. And the first time I went to Baltimore uh, for a game was last year in week two when Miami played the Ravens. And obviously that was a tremendous game to attend. Um, but I would say this from a logistics standpoint, in my opinion, Baltimore is the smoothest, most comprehensive, most well thought out logistics of facilities of any of the stadiums that are on this list that I've attended. Uh, it was very easy getting in. It was very easy getting out. Uh, there was plethora of parking. There was a formal tailgate uh, with Miami Sports Music. I know Miami Sports Music is planning on being represented at uh, Philadelphia, Washington and Baltimore this year, as far as tailgates uh, with tail greeter, I'd highly recommend them as well. Um, but we did the, the, the Miami sports music tailgate and they had food set up beforehand. Uh, they had music. They had their your own section for dolphins fans that was sectioned off. It was an easy walk to the stadium. The stadium is easy to navigate. I had a really enjoyable experience and not just because Baltimore blew a 21 point fourth quarter. That didn't hurt, um, but the best blend, and it's right off the highway as well. So whether you're trying to go north or south uh, from the stadium, 
you can get back on 95 very quickly. It's like Philadelphia in that regard. Um, but I just think the um, Philadelphia and Baltimore, as far as getting out of a game, I, I think are the cleanest. Um, it's just a matter of, and even if you're, you're not going to do your own driving, you're going to do ride share. I would, I would say that as well. So those are kind of my observations from all of the experiences that I've had at these stadiums. Uh, I hope they'll helpful for some of you. Again, I know yesterday's show was not for everyone. I know today's show is not necessarily for everyone. I, I think it's probably for uh, more people, uh, unless you're a local Philadelphia fan who's gone to Lincoln Financial a bunch and is planning on going for the Dolphins, and I probably didn't tell you anything at all right now. But um, I see a lot of these questions at this time of year because fans are starting to kind of get their personal lives together and start asking themselves, okay, how are we going to do this? I'm planning on going to this game. I want to make it happen. What's that going to look like for me? Hopefully this helps. Hope you guys enjoyed today's episode of Locked On Dolphins. It is your team every day. Dolphins rookies reporting to camp today as well. So get excited for that. A week from today, the rest of the team will be showing up in Miami Gardens. And that means uh, the smell of football is in the air. Hope you guys are excited for us to turn the heat up. We are going to enjoy these last uh, few days before training camp opens. And then we are going to be full pedal down, pedal to the metal. So plan accordingly. You can find us on YouTube, wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Hit subscribe on the podcast, follow along. I'm Kyle Krabs. I'm out of here. Peace and fins up. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.